welcome to LA Sky Presents Wine and Read. You guessed it, you guys. I am LA Sky. I am the hostess, and I'm also the author of the Today series. And this podcast is going to be me candidly reading to you this series with a glass of wine or maybe the whole bottle because this book is that hot, that sexy, that suspenseful, and you just go need it. So let's dive right in, go get your bottle, and let's turn it Welcome back to another episode of Wine and Read. You guys, I hope you've been enjoying um, my uploads. Your girl been reading. I've been getting them chapters ran through. And I also just had my sister on um, on the last episode, which was so fun. That's my baby sister, y'all. And she did um, upload her first video for her YouTube channel. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I'm so proud of her. Um, you guys, it's called Mish Unleash, and that is M E A S H, and then the word unleashed. I don't think I gotta spell that for you guys. Um, but I will. U N L E A S H E D. Okay, so you guys make sure you check her out on YouTube, uh, where she just talk about uh random topics or topics, whatever it is she wanna discuss, you know what I'm saying? It's not the same thing every day. You know, you follow her on her journey. And again, I'm proud of her. So y'all make sure y'all support uh, baby sister. Uh, you guys, so also today I am going to be reading chapter 16 uh, from tomorrow. And I'm also add in a let's talk about it. So it's kind of going to be like both a let's talk about it and chapter 16. We'll talk about chapter 15. And also... Um, I am going to talk about the topic I had posted on Instagram several days ago about what does it mean when someone says um, you're acting brand new and is being brand new or is acting brand new a bad thing. I just was sitting working one day and just I think thinking about what I'm going through my journey, everything with writing and all the behind the scenes stuff and extra things I got going on. you just always wonder like, man, you know, you're not able to give all of yourself to people and you just wonder what people think. And I'm not saying nobody said this about me. This was just a thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? You, I've heard that. I've heard that, you know, people say that about other people, you know, oh, they brand new now. They got them a man and um, she can't call nobody no more. Or he got him a woman. He got him a girl and she ain't all that, but he brand new. You know what I'm saying? And and somebody had responded back to that question and was like, it always comes off as a negative. Brand new is me. You've changed. Um, and sometimes it just comes off as a negative, and it does. So some replies I had got back, it was like, everybody, first of all, was saying, no, there is nothing wrong um, with being brand new. All right, so one response was, to the question, what does it mean? Is supposed to believe you've changed into someone they're not comfortable with, and that's their issue. I agree with that. Uh, someone has said, means you turn bougie. <laughs> could be, could be. Could it be you just wanting more or wanting nicer things or whatever it may be? Is that bougie because you brand new? I think that we're... It's like, okay, you acting brand new as if you get like this real snotty attitude where it's like, Ugh, I don't deal with you people anymore. I'm up here. You're down there like little peasants. Then that could be like a nasty brand new. But if you just out here really 
hustling and you grinding, you got you a business or you got you a new man or you got you a new woman or whatever it may be. You got you a new car. I don't know. You went and bought you a house now. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to do things to elevate yourself and level up. Okay. Like Sierra say, you're trying to level up and sometimes you just got haters in the background who are like, how dare they? How dare they go get a full-time job and make money every day? (laughs) You know what I'm saying like it's just crazy how people think you know what I'm saying and hey man if you want to be brand new be brand new just be a nice brand new you know what I'm saying and you ain't got to be snotty like Mm-mm. I don't know you okay I don't know you anymore I got money now or I got me a man and he dicking me down and but you know what a lot of times y'all when people get in relationships you have people who like really be offended by that shit like she ain't got time for us no more because she got her man. You damn right she ain't got time for your ass. Not saying she don't care about you, but she she got a man. You're in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? And that takes time and that takes work. So, y'all, being brand new ain't no wrong way to just shine. Shine bright like a diamond, okay? Um, so, I'm going to do a quick recap uh, of Chapter 15. And before I do, you guys, if you are interested in this book series. You already know. You can find it on my website at la-sky.com. You can also find it on Amazon. And I'm telling you, if you go to my website, I put the link down, you guys, um, in the bottom in this podcast where the info, the description is there. Click on it. That'll take you to everything. Amazon, you can get the books. It is available um, as an ebook and also as paperback. Tomorrow is free for your Kindle Unlimited if you have Kindle Unlimited. And you guys, just make sure, check it out, support your girl. If you have read these books, let me say this. I got a lot of people out here right now who read these books and message me about it. I need y'all to go online after you're done. I appreciate you telling me, but I need you to go online and leave me a review. Leave it on Goodreads, leave it on Amazon, whatever. Leave your girl a review. You can also leave a review on my website, okay? So there is all types of ways to let me know that you is enjoying this here series because I'm telling y'all this series is hot. I don't know sometimes if when I'm reading it, like... You know, Olivia sometimes do a lot of thinking to herself. And when I'm reading it, like, if you're listening, do you know this is a thinking spot? Do you, <laughs> I don't know. So I just say, grab the book, and you know exactly what's going to go down. And all right, so I am about to just jump right on into, you guys, chapter 16. Um, oh, the recap. Duh. So, real quick, chapter 15 was Olivia... Um, she was just made her way inside Davis house. Remember that Sylvester showed up at her job and confronted her about her killing, um, Christopher. And she's just nauseous. She's sick to her stomach because somebody actually found out a secret she's been holding for years. And this is a big secret, you know? So she make her way upstairs in David's uh, bathroom, lock herself in. She's acting like she's sick. And because Derek told him, hey man, like she, she got sick. Um, you know what I'm saying? Outside of work. And here's the thing. I just want to say this. When I was writing that scene, Derek saw all of, like Derek saw all of this going on, her talking to this dude, but not knowing who he is. Like maybe he's a friend, maybe he's a coworker. I don't know. He don't know her that well just yet. You know what I'm saying? To step out the car and intervene when 
you see Olivia talking, um, you know, and it was raining, you know what I'm saying? But he didn't know. He don't know what's going on. Believe me, if he knew, you best believe he'd have ran about that car. Okay. And Sylvester ass would have been knocked down in the rain, like busted face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was David ass face bust. Um, so she's up there crying. She calls Jamie and lets her know. Um, Jamie like, girl, oh my goodness. Don't worry, I got you. Um, so then throughout the night, she's trying to act like she's a little sick or whatever. And she's in the bed and she has a panic attack like right there in the bedroom. David sees this for the first time. And y'all, he had to slap our girl to snap her out of it. He had to smack her face. Like Olivia's flipping out. I don't know if you guys, are, if you've ever had a panic attack before or like if you do an anxiety or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? When you are like hyperventilating and everything, you can't think. You are so, it's hard to get you to calm down. And that's where she was at. And he had to slap her. And she came to, and that's when she decided to finally um, share this side of her, this secret that she's been holding from everybody. Okay. Everybody. The only people that knew, only person that knew. Um, is Jamie and of course Chris but he's no longer with us uh, so you know she finally shares this with David and David y'all know how David is he's very compassionate like he he feels so bad and then when he finds out that somebody else knowing how Sylvester showed up to her job and made this threat David's pissed, and he has all the right to be, you know what I'm saying? And Olivia's like, whoa, how do we go from this loving moment to now all of a sudden he's mad? And, you know, his whole focus is, I got to protect you. That's what I That's what I do, you know what I'm saying? And you are important to me, and I'm going to go protect you, and who the fuck is he? And she's like, she tell him who it is, but she's like, look, I could do it by myself. I've been doing it on my own. Mm-mm, Olivia, mm-mm. Sometimes you just got to let a man be that man and protect you. You know what I'm saying? You you be behind him. You got his back. Shit, somebody coming for him, you right there behind his back. You got your boo, but he got you, you know. And so she went to bed upset, just frustrated. David left the house, and y'all already know David as is about to go find out who in the hell Sylvester is, and he gets down to business. <laughs> Not gonna jump ahead, but you guys, so that was the recap of chapter 15. So I'm about to just dive right on into chapter 16. Olivia, I roll over and reach my hand across the bed to his side, but he isn't there. I don't think he ever came to bed. I feel bad, but he has to understand that I am capable of making decisions for myself, he can't control everything. I smell food, so I know he isn't too upset with me. I walk downstairs, and he is sitting on the patio reading the morning paper. I walk outside and sit in a chair across from him and grab some fruit from his plate. Good morning. I look over at him, trying to show my tender side. I want to apologize, but I decide not to. Good morning. Did you sleep well? He sets the paper on the table and gives me, a f- and gives me his full attention. His look is serious and powerful. I don't know what he is thinking, but whatever it is, it doesn't seem good. David, I... He puts his finger out and stops me before I can even say anything more. (laughs) Olivia, 
I thought about everything you said last night. The last thing I want to do is smother you or make you feel like you have no voice. I know that I can be a bit controlling. I know that I can be a bit controlling. But just know that my intent is not to hurt you or make you feel less than my equal. Because you are my entire world, Olivia. I want to just protect you. I just want to, I just want to protect you. He rests both arms on the table and folds his hands together. I don't like the feeling of not knowing, and I damn sure don't like the fact that this motherfucker approached you with some bullshit and I wasn't there to protect you. And I also don't like the fact that if things were done differently years ago, you wouldn't be in this situation right now. But this is who I am, Olivia. I take control and I can't change that part of me. I will always do what I have to do to protect you, but I also don't want you to feel pressured to marry me. I'm sorry for that. If you want to put a hold on the marriage, that's fine. But the moving in part is non-negotiable. Wow. I don't know what to say, I sarcastically reply. Actually, I have so many things to say, I can't figure out which smart remark to blurt out first. Nothing would be nice if you don't have the response I want to hear, he says, taking a sip of his coffee. I throw a few grapes at him with all of my force. Hold on. That's not what she said. I throw a few grapes at him with all the force I have and stand up from the table. You're a dick, you know that? And what the hell did you cook? I say, standing. He laughs in his throat, picks his paper up, and continue to read like nothing happened. I walk into the kitchen and make myself a plate of food. He cooks some French toast and bacon. I take a bite and my eyes roll in the back of my head because it is so damn good. Plus, I'm starving. I continue to eat in the kitchen because there is no way I'm going back outside with him. I can't help but to think about what he said, about wanting to protect me, and he's right. But I have been so used to protecting myself and my heart that I have become this woman that acts as though she needs no one. But in reality, I do need him. Hell, I pray for this. Furthermore, I know that living here would be the best decision for me to make. I am just overwhelmed by everything that has been going on. Moments later, he walks inside and stands behind me. You mad at me? He wraps his arms around me. Are you mad at me? I ask as I continue eating. I can never be mad at you, he replies as he starts massaging my shoulders. Damn it, him and his magical ass hands. Where did you go last night? I heard you leave, I ask. I had to make a run. David, I hope that you aren't. Olivia, just let me do what I need to do to protect you. You're going to be my wife, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong for loving you the way I do. He speaks low in my ear. No, I love the way you love me. But did you come to bed when you got back? I ask. Yeah, I slept on the couch in the room. I figure you didn't want to be next to me since you knocked my pillows on the floor. He chuckles low in his throat. I did do that. I forgot. I turn around. So what now, protector? Do I have to pay for your services? No, baby. The services are free. But the plan is you're going to be with me until we get this taken care of. When you're at work, I'll have a couple of my men there watching in the distance, he says. So that's it? I got to deal with your ass every day, all day? I snarl. Shit, what you mean? I'm a blast to be around. You the one that's crazy. 
as shit. Hold on. Let me say that again. You the one that's crazy as shit. He laughs and kisses me on my neck. Whatever, David. I got good reasons to be crazy. I roll my eyes. He lifts me up on the counter. Are you nervous to tell my parents? No. He lifts me up. <laughs> Y'all don't know how we're doing that. He lifts me up on the counter. Are you nervous to tell your parents? Nope, not at all. I'm a grown-ass woman, dog. <laughs> I laugh. Yes, you are. He kisses me again on my neck. Hell, are you nervous? I mean, you are about to meet my parents, but especially my dad. He is a tough one, but I know he'll like you. Really? He says, hold on, he says this deep. Let me redo it. Really? <laughs> hold on. Mm, let me get in the mood. Really? <laughs> Why is this so funny? He says, I'm on the spot. Really? He says deep in his throat as he continues to plant kisses on my neck. Are you going to move in with me? No. I'm lying. I just want to mess with him. Okay. He gives me a soft kiss on the lips, then proceeds to pick me up and carry me to his bedroom. I love it when he picks me up like this. I feel like he is my King Kong, my protector, my man. He always lays me down with ease, but this time he throws me on the bed. Ah, David, my body bounces. Is he being playful or serious? I can't tell. Take your gown off and get on your knees. Okay, he's serious. I do as I'm told. I wait in that position for a whole minute before he even makes a move. Now, reach your hand between your legs and rub your pussy the way I like you to, he demands. David, what? I let out a deep breath. Just do what I said. Please. He tries a softer approach this time. This man is crazy. Here I am, ass up in the air, feeling exposed and vulnerable. I reach my hand in between my legs and slowly start rubbing myself. He stands here watching me with lust burning in his eyes. I start to get lost and realize he is face deep behind me. His mouth is fucking incredible. I rest my face in the mattress and let him continue to please me. As soon as I am about to climax, he raises up behind me and inserts his length inside with no warning. He has no mercy and is fucking me with all his power packed with each thrust. I can't hold back from the tense feeling I am getting in my gut. That's right, Olivia. Come on this dick. He growls. David. I start calling out his name. Hold on, she said it like, David. <laughs> How did she say it? Oh, okay. Like I'm getting it. Mm -mm. David. Oh, I can't say it anyways. David. I start calling out his David. <laughs> oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I start calling out his name. I don't know if I want to tell him to calm down or fuck me harder. Tell me you're packing up your shit today and moving in. He's breathing heavy and his fingers grip around my neck, lifting my body up from the bed. What? What? I say through a shallow breath. This is that crazy shit. No. What? I say through a shallow breath. <laughs> what? I say through a shallow breath. This is that crazy side of him I try to tell him about. 
he starts to pound even harder, and I truly don't think it can get any more intense. I am about to explode, and it feels so good and dangerous. Fucking say it, Olivia. He grunts in my ear while his free hand pinches my clit, sending me over the edge. I'ma pack and move in today. I erupt everywhere because this was so intense. He starts to make slower strokes, releasing his hands from my neck and pulls out of me. He flips me over on my back so that I am now looking into his dangerous eyes. I was going to move anyways, I grin. I love you, Olivia. He bends down and kisses me deep with passion. I wrap my arms around his neck and he slides back inside me without using his hands. His dick has his own eye and finds his way home. He moves slow and steady. It is the total opposite of what we just shared. He wants to make love now and I decide to just let him be in control. About down time, Olivia. I mean, like, damn. Let this man... Okay, because he is a man. I got to take a sip on that real quick. Yes, David is a grown-ass man. That is the best way to describe David. What type of character is he? A grown-ass man. That's who he is? Okay. Shit, with some whole leg in between his legs. (laughs) Shit. David say move in, you damn skippy. Which closet is mine, boo? <laughs> I hope you taking all my shit out, hanging it up. Okay. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, we are heading to my parents' house, and he actually is letting me drive the Camaro. I love this car, babe. I glance over at him. Well, it's yours. He looks over at me and smiles. I am proud to be marrying this man beside me because he treasures the ground I walk on. We walk inside my parents' house to find my mom and dad outside grilling on the deck. Hey, Daddy. I go in for a hug and he kisses my cheek. Daddy, I would like you to meet David. (laughs) Daddy, I would like you to meet David. They both reach out to give one another a handshake. Nice to meet you, young man. I've only heard a little bit about you, but that leaves us time to get to know one another, Dad tells David. Nice to meet you as well, sir. Thank you for inviting me to your home, David says. My mom is watering her flowers on the other side of the yard. Ma, I yell over at her. I continue to hold his hand. Come here, sweetheart. I just got started, she yells. We walk across the grass to where my mother is standing. She puts the hose down and wipes her hands on the sides of her shorts. My, my, Olivia, you have caught a looker here. I'm so happy for you too. No, that's not what she said. <laughs> I'm so happy to meet you again, David. She grabs him in and takes a hug. He is smiling from ear to ear. I love it. I'm so glad that my family is welcoming because that just makes the news a bit easier to tell. You know, when Olivia here told us who you were, of course my husband wouldn't remember you, but I did. Mom never loses a smile on her face. You can never forget a face like this. She looks over at me and then hugs me hard and tight. It is an honor to meet you, Miss Spencer. You and your husband raised a beautiful young woman here. He pulls me closer to his side, patting my hip. My dad yells, Sadie, did you take the cake out? The oven is going off. He is still standing at the grill. (laughs) He is still standing at the grill. David, come over here with me and let them women take care of that cake. David bends down and gives me a gentle kiss on the cheek. I'll be thinking about you, 
he whispers in my ear before he walks over to my dad. Mom picks the holes back up and starts to spray the flowers. Olivia, honey, he is something. You two look like you're in love already. Sadie, the damn cake go burn up. Dad is looking like he is about to stroke out. Ah, hell, Roosevelt. I wish he would just shut up. Mom throws the hose down and we head towards the kitchen. My mom and dad are hilarious. They stay fussing at each other, but they love the hell out of one another. Mom made her famous pound cake and the kitchen smells divine. One thing that my mom made sure she did was teach her girls how to cook. We would bake a cake with every meal because she believes that something sweet should always come after dinner. Hey mom, hey sis. Maya walks in looking all dolled up. Her hair is in two fishtail braids and she's even wearing what's and she is even wearing and she is even wearing lipstick. Hey boo, what got you all inspired? Y'all hear my wrist pop? <laughs> hey boo, what got you all inspired to look like a girl today? I look her up and down. Maya hardly ever wears makeup, and she will only put on a dress if we were going out. Maya owns every style of jeans and t-shirts you can think of. Well, she glances at me and mom with a playful look. I have a friend coming over, and I don't want y'all acting all weird. She twists her lips and cock her head at mom. What you looking at me like that for? I'm not the one to worry about, she points outside to dad. That's your problem out there, she clarifies. I look outside and catch David and my dad shaking hands and my dad patting him on the shoulder. I wonder what they just discussed. Olivia, introduce me to your boo. Maya starts walking towards the back door. For what? You're going to do it on your own anyways. I follow behind her because I know she can run her mouth, but mean well. Olivia, hey, Miss Spencer, Jamie shouts and stops me dead in my tracks. Hey, Jamie, mom walks over and gives Jamie a hug. Oh, Brandon, I'm so happy you came. Isn't that what she said? Oh, Brandon, I'm so glad you came. I haven't seen you two in forever, she hugs him too. Brandon is very handsome. He's tall with green eyes and a full beard. He looks like he could be a model on a tattoo magazine. He has a sleeve of tattoos on both arms. His chest, back, and legs are covered as well, but he left his neck and face tattoo-free. Brandon is a pharmacist by day and a bouncer on some weekend nights. The guys are outside. Jamie looks over at Brandon. Olivia, can you help me grab some stuff from the car? Jamie starts to walk towards the front door. Okay, good seeing you ladies. I guess I better do what the old lady says, Brandon says laughing as he heads outside. As soon as we step outside on the front porch, she starts in. Girl, what the hell is going on? What the fuck did Sylvester say? I couldn't stop thinking about that all night. She finally catches her breath. I catch her up on everything, even about me telling David. We walk to her car and she reaches in to grab a casserole dish. So what are we going to do? She looks up at me before sitting the dish on the roof of the car. What are you going to do? Maya walks up on us. Jamie gives me the look. Hell no, I say shaking my head. Why not? It takes an army and you bitches pack heat, Jamie says. Maya is looking back and forth between both of us. What the hell is going on? I want in and I don't even know what for. Shit, here goes nothing. 
I trust my sister more than anyone. The only issue is she reacts rather than rationalize things. I tell her about the situation in Chicago and how Jamie came to get me. And now someone is saying they have some sort of proof that I was the last one seen with him. I couldn't leave out Sylvester's ass and how he tried to corner me. Man, fuck this shit. Oh, we can't sit around and let these two motherfuckers do this. For one, Dante is lying. Maya states. I give her the really bitch face. Well, he is lying about everything else except his clothes. And I guess his foot and tooth, which were out of my control. She throws her hands in the air. Jamie starts to laugh. But seriously, let's just fucking kill them both. Nobody cares about either one of them, so it won't even matter, Maya continues. That's not a bad idea, Jamie looks at me. Do you both hear yourselves talking right now? David said he would take care of it, and I'ma let him. We can't just go around killing people like it's a common thing to do. I try to explain to these chicks. Olivia, do you hear yourself? Maya stares into my eyes with rage. Them two motherfuckers got to go. This isn't David's fight, it's ours, and you know I don't give a fuck. She sort of makes sense. I would hate for David to get involved. I know how to handle myself pretty well. Ah, uh, peer pressure. So, what do you have in mind, Rambo? I ask Maya. I don't know, but we're going to have to come up with something quick and fast, Maya says as she crosses her arms across her chest. She's right, Olivia, Jamie chimes in. Okay, let's talk about this tomorrow at my place. I have to start packing for the move, I say. Maya's eyes grow big. Packing? Move? What are you talking about? I reach my hand inside my purse and grab my ring. I put it on. What? Oh my gosh, Olivia. What the hell? She starts crying. You're getting married? She puts both hands up to her mouth. She doesn't say anything else, but gives me the best hug she has ever given me. I can't believe this. This is all the more reason why we have to do this. Olivia, you're getting married and I've moved on. They can't take us backwards. I mean it. She wipes her tears away. The men bring the meat inside and us girls help mom set up the dining room table. David and the guys seem to have really hit it off. They talk about sports, guns, tattoos, and everything that men talk about. Even Maya's friend, Amir, fits right in. He probably feels more relaxed because he knows David. He is very handsome and tall. His hair is jet black, and he joins the bearded men's crew today. Mm, real quick, y'all, I had did a post too about beards and no beards. I'm going to talk about that at the end. But, ooh, beards. Okay. <laughs> We gather around the table and find seats. David grabs my hand and kisses my knuckle. Oh, Maya playfully pouts. Jamie grabs the bottle of wine and serves everyone with a glass. Dad stands at the head of the table. I would like to say something. He looks around at everyone. I want you all to know that I love my family. I cherish my girls and I adore my wife. I fell in love with this beautiful woman over 32 years ago, and she blessed me with two doll babies. David grabs my hand and interlocks our fingers under the table. My dad is looking like he is about to tear up, like he is fighting back emotion. Now, I want you to know, David, I get it. 
I knew I loved Sadie the first time I laid eyes on her. I pulled up to Louie's drive-in, driving my Buick Grand National. She rode up to my car wearing those white roller skates with the pom-poms. I couldn't believe how much sass and feistiness could be packed into such a tiny little thing. He seemed to have gotten lost in the thought. He seems to have... He seemed to have gotten lost in thought. He shakes his head and snaps back into reality. I'm going to make this quick, I promise. I had the pleasure of talking to this young man and he expressed his feelings for my daughter. And I was waiting to hear some bullshit so I could call you out on it. But Olivia, honey, you have my blessing, Dad says with a smile. Lord Jesus, my mom shouts and jumps up from her seat. David? Oh, David, come here. Give me a hug. David gets up and walks around to give my mom a hug. Then I give her a hug and hugs just start pouring out all around the room. That ring, Olivia, is amazing, honey. Mom is always the emotional one. I know she is just excited or high. (laughs) Okay, everyone, let's eat. I'm starving, Maya says. Well, say grace then, Maya. Brandon looks at her and smiles. Sure. She rolls her eyes at him. Everyone hold hands, please, and bow your heads. Lord, I want to thank you for blessing this family to always stay in unity and honor the gift of loyalty. Because, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Lord, you know me better than anyone. And you know that I believe in the old ancient saying of, I am my brother's keeper, and vengeance is mine. The devil is a lie. Amen. Everyone opens their eyes and begins looking around, confused as hell, because that prayer was everywhere. Jamie and I know exactly what she is referring to. My mom eyes Maya like she wants to snatch her up from the table. Jamie burst out laughing, and I am right behind her because Maya is special. Good luck, Amir. You got your hands full with this one here, Mom says as she starts passing around the food. I look over at David. Welcome to the family. (laughs) All right, y'all, that was the end of Chapter 16. Y'all just love Maya prayer. Maya crazy as hell. (laughs) She said, yay, though I walk through the valley. Okay, y'all, so real quick, I said I was going to say something about these beards. So I made a post, too, about beards and baby face. I just want to say now it's like the older I get as a woman, you know, I just love a beard. My husband has a beard. Mm, I just love it. And he grew it out for me. I remember when he, this was years ago, when, um, he, I don't know if he just didn't go to the barber. I don't know how it all transpired, but he used to do like the goatee, um, chin strap thing. And I don't know how he got to the beard. And I was just like, or I could have said, I don't know y'all. I've been with my husband so long. I don't remember shit no more, but I remember stuff, but I don't know. But I remember just being like, crotch your beard. And he was like, for real. And I was like, yeah. And he did it. And I love it. And he's been doing it for me and I love him. So thank you, boo. Um, for doing that for me. <laughs> uh, and he likes it too, y'all. So <laughs> he like it. I'm like, I trim it up for him and stuff, you know. 
He grooms it. It's so nice. But, you know, to each day on, if you like a beard or you like a man with a smooth face, mm-mm, okay, it's to what you like. And what I like is a grown-ass man with a beard. So that's how you got that whole bearded men's crew because your girl's just filling them damn beards, okay? Um, so, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this on up. That was a good time. It does not, it didn't really take me that long. At first, I thought this chapter was going to be super long, but it's not. But we did that, okay? So, you guys have a good weekend. Um, and until next time, everybody stay safe and stay blessed. <music>